Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Kim Crawford Wines. Kim Crawford invites you to savor amazing with a chilled glass of New Zealand's finest. Named in the Wine Spectator Top 100 list four times. Every sip of Kim Crawford Sauvignon Blanc is filled with tropical fruit flavors like passion fruit and citrus to help you experience golden hour how you see fit. Visit KimCrawfordWines.com to learn more and find Kim Crawford Wine near you. Savor amazing. For those 21 and over, please savor responsibly. Constellation Imports, Rutherford, California. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stefan Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. And welcome to our segment of Women Around the World, where we celebrate the women around the world. Ta-da! And the amazing ways they work and then advocate to change the world and humanity. I said it. Uh, and if you're listening to this in chronological order or as they're being released, congratulations to Judge Katanji Jackson-Brown. Yes. Yes. I'm so glad that wasn't like an episode we had to come back to. Later. Right. Ooh. I just want to go ahead and put that out there because that was like a moment of like, we really hope this works out. I really don't want to come back and cry about the fact that our country is so much worse than we thought. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of things that needs to happen to uh, help all of humanity in our country. But mm -hmm. to be able to actually celebrate the first Black woman justice that's always nice to have, and we wanted to take a second to celebrate that. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And congratulations to her and her achievement. Uh, did you also, I had a moment where I was watching through all the announcements, and there was a moment where Vice President uh, Harris had two of the Black congressmen come up, and she gave her uh, letterhead, did you see this, to them? in mm -hmm. which she was like, I want you to write to a Black woman or young Black girl about today and how significant it is. Yeah. And of course, Reverend Warnock wrote to his daughter about the significance of what this was, and I, I cried. I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Yeah, it was really, really moving. <laughs> it was. But yeah. we're not talking about that completely today, but we did want to take that moment to celebrate that uh, and hope that you were able to celebrate with us as well. But... We are talking about other world changers, um, and this month is Earth Month, 
April, and I think it's become a global thing, right? I think all over the world it's happened. I know Earth Day is global. Mm -hmm. And if you're listening to this this week, as it's being released of this episode, then you're listening around Earth Day, which is April 22nd. Yes. Mm -hmm. We're so timely. (laughs) If you're not, don't worry about it. Just pretend. Okay. Right. I don't know why I said okay. So like you're talking to me. You're, you're going to talk. I'm talking to you because we're okay. supposed to celebrate Earth Day every day. We should be making changes and conscientious mm-hmm. choices. Uh, so you know, we'll, we're going to go with that. But today, mm-hmm. yes, I did have a question because I remember Earth Day. That was a significant day. I also remember like 30 Rock did a little bit about it. Uh, even mm-hmm. having <laughs> uh, former Vice President Gore in the show. Do you? That's remember right. Yeah, I do you remember that? Uh, but mm-hmm. did you do any special events for Earth Day in your school? We did. I think we did, like, kind of learned. Of, in in uh, primary school, I did kind of like a learn about recycling type thing. Um, we would do just kind of educational uh, kind of events where we would go and figure out what was the, the things to do. We could help the earth. When I got older, we would read, like, um, Rachel Carson books. Georgia Tech, the school that I went to, for college, uh, had a huge Earth Day celebration. Just enormous. And funnily enough, I my dad was really big. He loved the wilderness. He was very into protecting the environment. So it was, it was something that I grew up in. It was important to me as well. So I would go to these Georgia Tech Earth Day events, and I... Uh, loved them. And I went to one, I think it was my freshman year, I won a microwave that I still have. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Wait, what? Yes, it was like a, you know, supposed to be very efficient microwave. Uh, So I won that. And then I got a shirt that later I would realize was from my future employer, House Stuff Works. I still have it. Uh, but they were a sponsor at the event and I got a House Stuff Works shirt. Uh, it was a big, it was a big event and it was a really fun event. But unfortunately, uh, shallowly perhaps, I mostly remember the free things that I won. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> That's not wrong. That's not wrong. Yeah, uh-huh. I think we had an event where we actually planted trees. Ooh. Around the school, and we did a whole, like... And I love stuff like that. That is right up my alley. Mm -hmm. But we did have an event like that. We also watched the videos where definitely there was a cartoon globe world thing that would tell you about recycling. Mm -hmm. I think we did some things about, like, wildlife conservationalism and about that for Earth Day. So, very wide and stretched. Of course learning now what it is and climate activism and what that should look like. It's a lot more complicated than what we learned uh, in in childhood, as well as the fact that we were lied to about what can be recycled. I have been lied to about what can be recycled. I sense it. It's a lie. <laughs> and I still have to keep asking people, well, can this be recycled? And getting mad about the fact that they can't. Um, and also, we could also have this conversation about is it really on us? Is it really on the consumer's fault when all we're offered is bad plastics and bad options to buy? And when the cheapest option for those who really can't afford yeah. to go beyond, like that, there's a whole different conversation. And those with like kids, single parents with kids trying to reuse things, that's not as convenient as you think. Yeah. And I think that's a huge part of this conversation. Um, one, not that 
I don't think we should take personal responsibility, but ultimately Absolutely. the companies are right. Who the are ones. we really holding responsible? Exactly. And also, yeah, like there's accessibility issues with right. recycling or any type of environmentally friendly activity, which is really unfortunate, but we have to admit it is true. Right. I mean, growing up in LJ, Georgia, I knew nothing about recycling because we had no access. It wasn't picked up. There was no options. To do so, I think we had to pay money. Yeah. Instead of being paid money. So it was kind of like, wait, I can't afford this. We, I have four kids and we have one job and we have, I can't afford to recycle. I mean, essentially it was like, what? As well as the fact that it was more convenient to burn it in the back, which yeah. is also really bad. Really bad. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. I, <laughs> I remember burn like pile. driving past houses and you just see these like flames going and my mom would be like, oh, right. they're just burning their trash. Like, they're just oh. burning their trash. That's what I grew up with. And okay. I don't even know if it's still accessible because for the longest time, we still like they are, they are dumping grounds for trash and that's where we would have to take it if it wasn't burnable. Mm-hmm. You took it to these centers and you also had to pay for that. We should have to pay for that. That is a lot, a lot different conversation, but still not accessible and not convenient. Yeah. And we have a, well, it depends on when you're listening to this, but we have a book club coming out or is already out about all of this because I think it is super Amazing. important because there are just so many accessibility issues with this and also just who is impacted. Mm-hmm. And I think that gets left out a lot in this conversation and we should not leave it out because it's essential. It is a huge thing. Mm -hmm. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring with access to over 6 million active hourly workers. Snag a job is the all in one solution for hiring high quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. This podcast is brought to you by Kim Crawford Wines. Life is busy. There are so many things on your to-do list with so little time to do them. And you're always thinking about others' needs before thinking of your own. Trust me, we understand. Kim Crawford does too. That's why they're inviting you to experience Golden Hour, your chance to reclaim your time and laugh with your favorite people, play your favorite song on repeat, gaze outside your window and daydream about your wildest dreams, or celebrate your victories. No matter the moment, you can savor it all with a chilled glass of New Zealand's finest. As the number one ranked Sauvignon Blanc in the U.S., Kim Crawford has classic aromas of lifted citrus, tropical fruit, and crushed herbs to help you stay in a golden hour state of mind. Because golden hour is more than just time, it's whenever you want to savor amazing. Visit KimCrawfordWines.com to learn more. That's KimCrawfordWines.com to find Kim Crawford wine near you. Savor amazing.
For those 21 and over, please savor responsibly. Constellation Imports, Rutherford, California. Tennessee just sounds perfect. Whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Y'all know when it comes to women around the world, we love the activists who are trying and doing their damnedest to try to make some change or at least speak out about the problems. And typically, these activists are intersectional. So meaning they are so many layers to their activism and they just take it all on. Uh, Because when it comes down to it, it is this level of intersectionality that is so important and why we have to continue to talk about breaking down of who is being harmed and who is being targeted. So... Mm -hmm. On that note, uh, we are actually talking about amazing activist Amase JK from Fiji. Yes, and Amase JK is a trans feminist, queer rights and environmental justice advocate. She has been fighting for her community all around the world and has been highlighting the needs and dangerous growth around the environmental issues in Fiji. So JK is known as an outspoken speaker who is not afraid to lead and start the conversation about the much-needed change when it comes to the environmental, queer, trans, and feminist justice, which again, yeah, lots of intersectionality there. Lots of layers. Mm-hmm. She is involved in several organizations, including the Rainbow Pride Foundation and the Women's Major Group. Right. And just some information about each of these organizations. The Rainbow Pride Foundation, which JK is a project support officer of human rights and social justice, is a, quote, not-for-profit organization legally registered in Fiji that advocates for the human rights of the LGBT persons so that they are respected and are able to live with dignity, free from discrimination, persecution, and violence, and where their human rights are upheld. Its mandate includes promoting LGBTQI rights and equality, social justice, and health and well-being. It empowers and encourages LGBT individuals in Fiji to participate fully in the democratic decision-making in their households, communities, and national processes. It also works with various partners to promote equal access to sustainable livelihoods, economic assets, and resources among LGBT people, ensuring that they are not barred from accessing basic education health, and other services that are enjoyed by their fellow citizens, which are essential for their personal well-being and growth. It encourages LGBT persons and their allies to come together to advocate for the equal treatment for all peoples, regardless of sexual orientation, gender identity, or gender expression. And according to the womensmajorgroup.org, Quote, the women's major group, WMG, was created at the 1992 Earth Summit in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, where governments recognized women as one of the nine important groups in society for achieving sustainable development. The WMG is an official participant in the United Nations processes on sustainable development. Other processes use the major group or similar systems with the WMG active in the processes of the United Nations Environment Program since 1996. The Women's Major Group has the responsibility to facilitate women's civil society active participation, information sharing, and input into the policy space provided by the United Nations, e.g. participation speaking, submission of proposals, access to documents, development of sessions. The WMG is self-organized and open to all interested organizations working to promote human rights-based sustainable development with a focus on women's human rights, the empowerment of women, and gender equality. 
Right. And uh, if you go and look at each one of the organizations, you can learn more about what they're doing and how you can help if you want to be a part of this. Uh, the women's uh, major group organization is international. As where I believe the Rainbow uh, Pride Foundation is located within Fiji. But two amazing organizations. And if you look up the things that they have been doing, they are rocking some amazing, amazing advocacy programs. Uh, so you should definitely check that out. But Ms. JK has been able to speak out all around the world to represent her community and these organizations, or as she calls it, quote, making good noise. Uh, she's been able to represent the different organizations to discuss the need to hold the leadership accountable when it comes to both human and environmental rights. She's been able to be a spokesperson for events like the People's Summit on Climate Rights and Human Survival, the COP, or the Conference of the Parties, which is a UN conference that brings different countries around the world for a global climate summit which has been occurring for nearly three decades. And I know we've mentioned them before because a lot of the people uh, we talk about, a lot of the women have been a part of this conference. And it was at the COP21 that the Paris Agreement was born, which was a commitment to, quote, bring forward na national plans setting out how much they would reduce their emissions, known as the Nationally Determined Contributions, or NDCs, which the countries agreed to. Um, and as in fact, she was one of those to advocate for Fiji to move towards a concrete way of achieving the goals of the Paris Agreement as she participated in the 25,000 people march in climate activism in Fiji in 2017. And for her activism, JK says, as a young feminist and someone who believes in climate and ecological justice, it's all about building trustworthy relations, threading common strategies, and amplifying the lived realities of people on the front line of climate change. These people include those in the global south, people of color, indigenous and rural communities, women, LGBTQI, children, people with disabilities, and youth who are making a change in the world. It's also all about having solidarity as the foundation of how we work and organize working together to end climate inequalities. The climate crisis offers a lens to understand intersecting forms of inherent injustices on this planet. This is why it's important to have gender equality, which is more than just equality between men and women, and human rights at the center of how we work to achieve climate justice. It's also important that marginalized communities are not sidelined or traded off as bargaining chips, but included in decision-making and elevated in public debate. I have learned from the LGBTQI movement, women's feminist movement, that speaking truth to power is the strongest thing one can ever do, and the rest will fall into place. Right. I thought that was amazing. And that was actually an interview she did with Amnesty International uh, about her work. As recently on her Facebook, you can see her talking about the effects of COVID in her community and how she's combating that and or at least bringing out um, needs and concerns in relations to uh, COVID and her community and marginalized people in her area. She's doing some amazing work, obviously. Uh, she's also another one who needs a Wikipedia page. Or I need to yes. make an assignment. Who do we make these assignments to? <laughs> but doing some amazing work. And and obviously, she's a huge advocate when it comes to feminism, as well as trans and queer rights in her area and everywhere. We love to see it. We do. We do. Uh, so many amazing people we get to talk about in these segments. I know. Yes. Uh, and as always, listeners, if you have someone uh, we should talk about in this segment or a movement we should talk about, please let us know. You can email us at stuffmediamomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at momstuffpodcast or on Instagram at stuffmomstuff.com. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina. Also a woman we love to talk about. 
Yes, yes. <laughs> and thanks to you for listening. Stefan Nerd told you is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This podcast is brought to you by Kim Crawford Wines. Kim Crawford invites you to savor amazing with a chilled glass of New Zealand's finest. Named in the Wine Spectator Top 100 list four times, every sip of Kim Crawford Sauvignon Blanc is filled with tropical fruit flavors like passion fruit and citrus to help you experience golden hour how you see fit. Visit KimCrawfordWines.com to learn more and find Kim Crawford Wine near you. Savor amazing. For those 21 and over, please savor responsibly. Constellation Imports, Rutherford, California. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. Tennessee just sounds perfect. Whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect.